0: Hello, friend, and welcome to the U-Turn podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, and a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, design your dream career. I wrote the U-Turn book and created this podcast to help you reconnect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I bring a guest on with the intention of helping you upgrade your confidence in work and in love. I'm also so excited to say that this episode has been sponsored in part by our friends over at Soul CBD. This is the only CBD company I've come to fully trust with my wellness, and I'm so excited to share with you one of their brand new products, Harmony. That's H-A-R-M-O-N-I harmony is a doctor formulated blend to ease pms symptoms i was a part of the beta testing for this line and wow it has been a game changer so harmony is a cpd product that actually offers that pms relief and if you're anything like me pms comes with cramps and cravings and kind of feeling like a bloated roly-poly just rolling around But since I started taking these little gummies each month, my symptoms have lessened and I feel more like myself, no matter where I'm at in my cycle. This combination of CBD, dandelion root, B6, and magnesium make this little gummy so worth it. And their raspberry lemonade flavor seriously stops my sweet tooth from taking over. And we all know I have a sweet tooth. So the co-founder, Angie Lee, developed this product after struggling through her own journey with intense PMS. And I'm so excited to share them with you now. As you may know, our friends over at soul CBD have given us a discount code for 15% off your order. Can't suggest it enough. Head on over to ashleystahl.com. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L.com slash soul, S-O-U-L, to access our special page with them. And don't forget to use your code U-TURN at checkout. That's Y-O-U-T-U-R-N. Now let's get into this week's episode. U-Turn friends, it's Ash here, and I am bringing a very special and meaningful friend onto the show. We've already had her. It's Agapi Stasinopoulos. She is a best-selling author and a speaker, and she inspires audiences around the world. She has so many different books, Unbinding the Heart, uh, about Greek wisdom and generosity and unconditional love. Uh, we talked about her book, The Waking Up to the Joy of You, with 52 different meditations uh, and practices for a calmer life. And now she has her newest book, out which is called speaking with spirit 52 prayers to guide inspire and uplift you and I want to just point out that everybody has a different god everybody has a different relationship with the divine and what I wanted to use the conversation for today with agape is around finding that part of your soul that brings you more purpose in your life that makes you feel connected to something bigger than yourself whatever that means for you so without further ado and and by the way agape she also went to university of santa monica where i went for my master's in spiritual psychology and uh, she does a lot of workshops for thrive global which is a company founded by her sister ariana huffington which is all about changing the way we work and live Um, she's spoken everywhere i could go on forever i i love you (laughs) agape
1: I love you, Ashley, and it's so good to see you. I get to see you on the Zoom right now, and hopefully we'll be able to also be together very soon. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for the loving. And um, I just want to start by, I love what you said. Everybody has their God. And uh, Rumi says, uh, the poet Rumi, whom I love, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. So. I in this book, my friends, I bring a prayer off the pedestal and God off the pedestal and bring it down to our fingertips, to our everyday life, bring a joy and lightheartedness to it. Because I feel uh, all of us have maybe have, have taken spirituality and made it all too serious. And the spirit is joy. I mean, you see little kids. When they play and they fight and they laugh and they giggle, and that's the spirit. And as adults, we start to cover that up and, and and judge ourselves and feel we're not enough and we should achieve more. And all these layers, and we lose the heart and the joy and the essence of who we are. And you know, with the University of Santa Monica, that it was all about uh, going back to your essence, right? Yeah. So um, I wanted to bring it down to a level where it's relatable. It's uh, it's it's something that you do every day at, as you come into reverence of of your life and the connection, the inner connection that we all long for. While you're making your coffee, while you're in the shower, while you're getting dressed, while you are driving, every moment can be a communion. With the divine, with the spirit, with the source, with the, the universe, whatever you call it. But it's not far away. It's as close as your breath.
0: Mm, I love that. And I I know that this book has so many different beautiful concepts. For those of you listening, she talks about living and she talks about creating and becoming and overcoming and loving and transforming. And all these chapters have different prayers to support you. And again, it it doesn't matter what your divinity is. And even if you don't believe in something that is higher, just being able to communicate these prayers out loud to yourself, I think is really powerful. And um, I know we were talking before we hit the record button about finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. Can you tell me a little bit more about, A, just what got you to write this book, Agapi? Um, Where were you at when you started? And then um, let's talk a little bit about finding the extraordinary in the ordinary.
1: You know, when I I, I started to write it, I was actually in New York and then the pandemic happened. And uh, we were in Los Angeles with my sister and my nieces and we have a beautiful home there and a garden and and it's beautiful greenery all around and the streets. But you know, Ashley, you know, it was a very, very hard time. We couldn't see anybody, we couldn't go to the supermarket, we had to uh do curbside to get our groceries. We we were afraid to go to a coffee shop without being double masked. We were afraid to walk with a friend, uh unless you were you know 6 or 10 feet apart i mean it was pretty horrible and intense and for me it caught me right at a time that i was speaking in my work i was speaking at you know hundreds of uh conferences and events with thousands of people i mean i would get up and speak to hundreds of people and share my heart and share uh, my my life and my stories and make people laugh and and, uh, a lot of it, you know, the message for me was always share your heart, connect with people. And, um, it was bliss. I mean, it was really like, God, this is amazing. I found my calling. I found what I love to do. I found my happiness. I found my fulfillment. So suddenly, bang, all that is gone, gone, gone. Um, and I often talk to friends who are actors who could no longer perform and dancers and, So I know it wasn't just me, but uh, it was like everyone was going through it. So what what happened is that I was pushed to then write the book and dive very deeply into a place of where I had to find my joy, the spirit, and not, I was mad at God. I was mad at the spirit. I was feeling punished. I was feeling exiled. And I had to forgive all that and come into a real sweet stillness. And um, um, there's a great story that I want to share that I have on Chapter 7, which is Finding the Extraordinary uh, in the Ordinary. And it starts by uh, the story of a movie. And um, it's a movie called The Charge of Fire. Have you ever seen it?
0: Never have seen it, but I love... You promised
1: me you're going to see it now? Yes. And it's uh, the protagonist is Eric Little, and he's in training to run in the 920... It's a true story of Olympic Games while preparing for a trip to China to work as a missionary. His sister, who is also a missionary, admonishes him for not allowing and following God's will and says to him, Eric, you have to throw away this silly running thing and do this really important work, God's work. And Eric looks at her and says, but my dear, when I run, I feel his pleasure. It's truly one of the greatest lines I have ever heard. And by complete coincidence, I was listening to Hugh Jackman, whom I adore, you know, the actor uh, and dancer and brilliant Hugh Jackman. At a podcast by Tim Ferris. And Tim said, When was the first time you knew that you wanted to act? And he said, That story of the charge of fire. And he said, When I was on the stage and singing and dancing and performing, I felt his pleasure. Mm. So that relationship, Ashley, is so personal, so intimate, and it's you and your spirit, and your God, and no one, no one can define it but you. Mm-hmm. And what is so exciting, and what is so wonderful, is that everybody has access to it. You don't have to go through, you know, retreats, and you, and, and I mean, you can if you want to. You don't have to go to the Himalayas, you don't have to uh, um, go study, and you can access it Because when you were a child, you knew it. If I ask you to tell me the time that you felt connected to to God, that you feel and you knew there was a presence in you when you were little, would you remember?
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think that a lot of us forget who we were as kids and we get this like hardening around our hearts. And it can be so challenging to kind of come back to when do you just experience pleasure when do you when are you in the in the most joy and I think as a little kid uh, I always loved music when music was playing I was always dancing Um, yes yes Today that brings me back to myself and I often ask people you know if you feel disconnected instead of trying to figure out the answer of what to go do with your life can't you just get connected to yourself again and remember what are those things that bring you that pleasure so for me friendships like what I have with you Yes. Uh, dancing bring me so much pleasure. And I love what you what this quote that you read about how somebody can say you have to give up this thing. And it's like, but this is the thing where I feel the sun shining on me. Exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, for me, the
1: pandemic. So here I am. Picture me in my garden in Los Angeles. I'm dictating my book because I thrive in connection. You know, you have to know your nature. I don't thrive in sitting in front of my computer and writing. If anybody who is listening here, they say, I'm blocked. I want to write this book or this script or this song, but I'm blocked. I say, get someone to be there with you while you're writing. Mm-hmm. Other people say, I, can, I have to go close myself in a little cubicle and write. I said, good for you. That's not me. I speak it. If you say to me, speak this subject, if I'm, a, I'm an orator, I'm a Greek actress. I'm a, I have, I'm a performer. So um, what, what happened to me, and I want to read it to you here, how I wrote it. Um, for me, the pandemic felt like I was pushed out of my paradise, deprived of the very things I love the most. I meditated, I prayed, and I tried to find ways to recreate some of the feelings that I've had when speaking and connecting in real life. Those feelings never left me. I just needed to find ways to keep igniting that inner connection. So I tried to find it through dancing, moving, loving, listening to music, walking on the beach, connecting with my friends, and engaging in my work. But most of all, I found it through gratitude and reverence for the ordinary things in life. When you can't access your favorite way to feel his pleasure, you are called to go deeper. Mm. Without judging, in the most loving and tender way, I say to myself, I understand, I hear you, I'm here for you. I can find the connection in the stillness, in the gaze that sees into the soul of who I am and who others are. Maybe now I can find his pleasure in the deep quiet, beyond my restless and impatient mind that asks, when will this end? I can find his pleasure in the simplest, most ordinary things, feeling the breeze, smelling the roses, cooking a meal, feeling the sun's warmth on my skin. It takes more stillness to hear the subtle whisper of the voice of the spirit that says, I'm still here. I never Mm -hmm. left. Mm -hmm. I'm never going anywhere. And you can find me and find me as you stop looking back to what was. And instead, open up your heart to experience what is right now here for you.
0: Mm. Okay, so there's a lot of beauty coming out of you in this book. And I'm wondering, like, where were you at with yourself um, when you wrote it because you were talking about the pandemic and kind of that loneliness and coming off of the high of doing events. And I think a lot of people experienced that with the pandemic where they exactly felt yes like they had their lives very full. And, and more than ever, I think we're becoming more introverted as a society where suddenly socializing can feel burdensome or exhausting versus energizing. And, and it's not to say that everyone's an extrovert that wants to socialize, but obviously yes. lived in a much more social world before, um, in person. So what are, what are some strategies that you would recommend for people to kind of come back home to themselves and feel excited about life again? Cause you're definitely someone that whenever I'm with you, you really are just joy. Like you have a lot of, <laughs> and you choose it and you want it and you look for it. So how do you, yes. how do, you do that?
1: Well, I, so here's some strategies I think it's um that's why the book is called Speaking with Spirit, uh and not thinking with spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you can think with spirit, but speaking it is better. And I recommend and I really encourage our listeners to uh first of all, get this book and read the prayers, because the prayers were given to me by spirit. I mean, I would walk around uh my neighborhood and take a phone and just dictate them. I mean, they were honestly. My editor would see them and say, There's nothing to edit here. They were bang, bang, bang. And I read them now and I go, wow man, these are good. These are good. So <laughs> damn, I'm like, who uh, <laughs> the, damn, the, who wrote this thing? Um and I go, whoever gave me these in my spirit, I'm grateful because you know it, I it poured out of me. So I say, read those prayers loud, write your prayers loud and give yourself permission to express the unexpressed how do you do that you take a pen and a journal you can take a beautiful journal you can write your name on it like i have one that says agape's prayers and then you just start to write you know um you know the book the artist's way you know where you do two pages a day, uh, 2 hours two, uh, two pages every morning that's what she recommends the wonderful writer who i think a lot of people maybe in your community know that book. I say just start by evoking that light. Like I ask for the light. I I I I want to know more of my soul. So if you evoke your soul. You you call it forward.
0: Well and, and, and I, I want to catch you there because I think there's some things that people can do for themselves to call that part of themselves forward. Like for me, every single morning I, I never really talk about this, but I my dog wakes me up around seven or eight I open the backyard door he goes he goes outside. I make coffee. I have a speaker set up in my place. I have the same mix that I play every single morning. This beautiful uh, music. I light the same candles. I light the same incense. I I brew my coffee and it is like a meditation for me. And it is the exact thing. Something about the music, something about the smells, something about the lighting, where it sets me up to be me in the morning. There's something about that. And so I think people don't necessarily, that's so beautiful. It's so important for me. And I wonder if are people paying attention to what is it that they can do? Or how, how do they need to set themselves up in the morning or throughout the day? To- well, that's the thing.
1: You yeah. ask, everybody has to ask themselves. Like for me, I cannot meditate during the, mor- the morning because I'm like coming out of the sleep state and my dreams. And it's like, I've got to get grounded. So, you know, I drink, I have a, a, a bottle of water next to me, a, glass, uh, a bottle, glass bottle of water. And I absolutely half of it is gone. So water wakes me up. I mean, hydrate my cells, first of all, you know, open the curtains. And then it's a very simple thing. I literally take my arms up and I have a, a, a beautiful sound, which I'm going to do right now for everybody. Um, you take your wrists above your head. You can do it if you're not driving mm-hmm. and you do a sound called Ra, R-A. It's a very powerful mantra to strengthen your energy. If you're going out, if you are uh, feeling not quite in your body, you know, actually so I go rah, and I breathe in. So why I'm saying the sound is because our sound has healing energy. Mm-hmm. You can do anything. You can do love. You can do agape. You need to hear. For me, I need to hear myself.
0: Can you? My fo- yeah. I would love for people. Sorry to interrupt you so much. I just have to say, like, I would love for people to be yelling agape every morning. But I know <laughs> that there's. there's- <laughs> agape means love (laughs) yeah it doesn't it and you are love i I also though i want to say that there's a science to this there is a science to the vibration of the sound in your body in your cells there are exactly receptors that get released where there is an automatic soothing effect and anything you can do to create self-soothing is so powerful and and sound is it seems like your thing that you do with yourself to get back into your body Hey U-Turners, this episode is sponsored in part by our friends over at Athletic Greens. And what I love the most about them is that their products are not only carbon neutral, but they taste amazing. I started taking Athletic Greens because I really wanted to get all the nutrients and vitamins possible in one swoop And I just couldn't bring myself to drink all those green vegetable smoothies that taste like the grass. So I wanted something that actually tastes good and was perfect for me. And I've been on Athletic Greens for a few weeks now, and I am just loving it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. You know, it has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to every morning. And with one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. So this really special blend of ingredients is so supportive for your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, anti-aging, all the things. Right now, it is so time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially as we're in flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. I even throw mine in my smoothie. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash U-Turn. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And they're giving one year of vitamin D that is so insane with your first order. I'm so excited for you to check it out. Now let's get back to this week's episode.
1: And you know, always in a... um, Always in, uh, USM, we used to do the centering process, right? Mm-hmm. Where you evoke your, the light. So how do you evoke the light? And that's how this book was born because I've had years before I wrote this book of where, uh, with my spiritual practice, you know, I studied with John Roger at the movement of spiritual inner awareness and he passed away, but the teachings are on and, and my spiritual community and every seminar, every, Every retreat, every meditation, we start. I ask for the light of the Spirit, and you can feel it coming in to protect me, fill me, and surround me. So, basically, you are asking for the higher light that lives in you and all around you. You know, the universal big light that sustains universes. To come protect you, feel you, and surround you, and you quieten yourself. And then you can add anything you want. I ask for any negativity, any disturbance, any anxiety, any worries that are in my consciousness right now be dispersed and released into the light. And you wait, and you see, and you start to feel the invisible support system coming in. Remember that invisible support system. You do not see it. You don't hear it, but you start to feel it, and it's coming in from from you it's just awakening in you, but your asking activates it mm. and then, from then on, you send it ahead to your day. you're getting dressed and you have your emails and your calls and your meetings if you have meetings, and you have to feed the children and you have to go to the market, whatever you have to do. you send it ahead, and you say, "Light go before me, light go." Behind me, light when I speak, light in my communications, light in my heart. And then throughout the day, you call it in over and over again. You have an argument with your spouse, with your, with your parents, with your in-laws, with your boss, with your colleague. Something happens and you're disturbed. And my God, I have this beautiful prayer here that I was reading today and it's about Right when you feel disappointed and you feel upset, right there and then you call in the light. So, um, let me see, I'm trying to find it, you know, here what it is. It's like you don't do it later. You know, you do it at that moment and you say, right now, I'm feeling out of balance. Somebody said something that hurt my feelings. You become conscious of and you catch it and you name it and you don't judge it Mm. it's a it's an actual process it's a discipline and you go may I release this judgment please send the light to this person I had an argument with remember I won't go into details when you saw me the other about a few months ago I've had an argument with somebody remember sweetheart and I was so upset and I so upset. And we went and sat down and had uh dinner, and I was really shaken, mm-hmm. but in the mid i I faced it, I told you about it i because I trust you, so every prayer here starts by evoking how you truly feel. you don't disguise it, you don't pretend um it didn't happen you You don't feel ashamed that, oh, my God, this happened and I shouldn't have happened. You know, here it is. Here it is. I read you this. And it's a prayer that I so love because we all have moments, you know, your your loved one says something and you feel, um, I bring forward the disturbance of my hurt feelings and the separation I'm experiencing between myself and others. I ask for clarity and humility. As I release my judgments of the situation so that I may see what is happening with love and light, I ask that the higher wisdom in me prevail so that I may call in your higher wisdom, call in your higher self, your higher consciousness, that I may know how to stand by myself without defense or compromise and with the flexibility of my spirit that is mightier than the rigidity of this world. And you lean back, my friends. And the spirit comes in like a breeze. You've got to give over to the spirit. You've got to surrender. You've got to let go. And then you have this relationship with the spirit that is divine. That is your love affair. Mm-hmm.
0: I love what you're sharing because um, like we were saying at the beginning of this episode, there's so many different ways to connect to whatever is divine for you. And, and there's no doubt that whatever brought us here is pretty divine. And it's kind of a trip to really think about. But, um, what you're really doing, I think when you read these prayers is you're helping soothe your own system. You're speaking truth that is beyond, um, beyond a situation. And it's funny because when we talk about love and light, it's like, Sometimes it's like okay, it's not easy to call in love and light and non judgment when something is something sucks and you're upset about it or whatever have you. Um, I wanted to offer everyone listening. Um, I, I studied dialectical behavioral therapy for a while, and I remember mm-hmm. coming across a checklist, and it talked about self soothing through your five senses, so you can find ways to self soothe through vision. You can self soothe like you shared through hearing. You can self soothe with smell, with taste, with touch. So, for example. With vision, you could look at the stars at night, you could look at pictures, you can buy flowers, um, you can make a pleasing space in the room to look at, people watching museums. Um, there's so many ways to, you know, sit in the lobby of a beautiful hotel. Um, you know, maybe you're more visual for yourself soothing. And then there's people that it's hearing. So for you, saying raw in the morning with your wrist over your head and allowing the vibration is healing for you. For me, what was healing is my same mix on Spotify. It's called writer mix for anyone who wants to hop on Spotify and listen to what makes me focus. Hopefully it helps you. Um, other times it can be mindfulness, right? Like just paying attention to the city sounds singing your favorite songs, Um, learning to play an instrument, turning on the radio or even with smell, you know, like that's another way that I like to self-soothe. I'm very specific with what soaps or uh, what flowers or what oils I have in my space. Um, or when I have the window open or not, because scents are such a way to either self soothe or self distract, um, same with taste and, uh, with touch, there's so many different ways that you can soothe. So I'm curious. Um, I love that. I totally love that. I play Mozart, the
1: concert of Mozart, uh, all the time, you know, I play, uh, Mozart, I play, uh, Disney songs, children's songs. Uh, and, and touch is so, so important for me. I mean, and of course now, you know, we're careful if we can't have a massage and, you know, uh, but I still do my breathing exercises with my wonderful friend who teaches breathing. And so, uh, that opens me up and then I get to sing a little bit. So I, I love what you're saying. I mean, I just totally love. And, and for me, this, this book, I have to tell you, writing this book, uh, and thank you for reminding me, it was a comfort. Like in the midst of the desert, uh, in writing these prayers, Ashley, and now sharing them, of course, I thought, gosh, you know, in the middle of the pandemic with the most just difficult times, I can pray for others. People would call me. And say, my God, my father is in the hospital. Let's pray. And we'll get a group of people together at a certain time and pray for her father. And there were times where, um, I did, you know, guided meditations over and over. And I said, let's start by praying, by being grateful for what we have. And I, I learned more and more about how each one of us, um, is a carrier of the healing light and and how amazing it is when a friend calls you uh, or, uh, and, uh, or you're at the office and somebody's having a hard time and you try to fix it or talk them out of it or rationalize it, which is like back in your head, get out of that and just say, give me your hands, call in the light and let your heart touch their hearts. It's not complicated. It's, it's, it is so accessible. It's like you said to me, um, you know, I'm having a new meeting tomorrow or something. And I go, Ashley, let's pray for that. Let's pray that you will be centered when you go into this meeting and you will be accessible and you will see what's there for you. And let's pray for the wisdom. So it's not only you play, you pray. I want uh, the perfect guy. for me to come and ask me to marry him, you know, or I want my date to be the best. Well, you pray and you go, give me the wisdom to know the timing for me to find a partner and that as I meet various people, give me the discernment Mm. to know who is for me and who is not for me. And as I'm sitting in front of these people tonight for dinner, let me hear beyond the words let me hear beyond what they're saying. Let me see and not project what I want with this person and not put all my expectations to this person and then be disappointed. That would be a nice prayer, wouldn't it?
0: Love, and I love the, um again, it's like, I think prayer is traditionally associated with praying to a God, but you can just be speaking to yourself. You can just be, speaking to your own cells. And I think that just the power of words, they have a frequency to them. I actually love what you said um, in your book on page 174, you talk about how to relate to bad news. Um, you, and, and you have a little fix here. You say that you step back and you take a moment to find your peace. You call on the present to alleviate the pain of this bad news that you just received. You ask for the guidance of your higher wisdom and whatever light is around you and within you to transform you into stillness and peace and keep your heart open. These, I think these prayers to yourself is, are so powerful and we live in a world of juxtapositions, right? Like I remember my sister when she was passing away, it was like, um, the world is still going and there's still great things happening in my life. And it's so interesting to hold both dualities, to hold the pain of loss and to hold the the joy of, of the positive. And, you know, we live in a world where you I used to think that. I wasn't having a good day if I had a lot of good things going, but there was one bad thing going on. <laughs> but now as I become an adult, I'm like, no, that that's life. It's a mixed bag of chips, you know, like there are always going on. So how can you center yourself? And, what I'm hearing as I'm talking to you is just the that these prayers, whether it's to a God or not, are helping you come home to yourself that these self soothing tools that I mentioned um, are options for people to turn to and I think it's so important for people to just say what works for me um, exactly exactly
1: please say what works for me and and I unfortunately, what has happened is that Religion has divided us and religion to me has separated, uh, you here, God outside of you. I wanted to bring it all right here. And this is what really the great teachers, you know, uh, throughout the centuries, you know, they, the, the, the more, the enlightened beings, uh, including this incredible Monk Tignahan, who passed away at ninety five I think three weeks ago, the French monk who was a saint, and all the saints, what they said is the kingdom of heaven is within, okay mm-hmm. the kingdom that is said in every religion, the kingdom of heaven is within that is so powerful, my friends, because what that means is that God spirit, soul, whatever, the higher consciousness that rules universes unknown to us outside and inside the inner worlds, that energy lives inside of us as us. And then there is the human part. There is the Ashley and the Agapi and the Susan and the Jake and all the people who are listening right now. And that's your story and your conditionings and and all the things that came to form this body this mind this being that you are which is incredible and you are working through to chisel away and to get your things done and to improve yourself and then you quieten and then you get still and then you go to the kingdom of heaven is within agapi
0: Within Ashley, you know, I as I'm listening to you, I I'm reminded. um, One time, I I sat down with a dear friend, and I said, "I feel crazy today," and she says, "Well, you're not because something sees it." <laughs> and that's, I, so, that's so great. Yeah, so it was like she's like, "Well, what sees the crazy?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And she said, "Your awareness. You have an awareness like a, the sky. Like there's like a sky in the back of your head, and." these crazy moments. It's like weather going through your sky, but we have to remember that we are the sky that gets to watch and observe all of the weather. And what I'm really hearing these prayers do for you is separating you from a moment and helping you get back into the sky of who you are so that you can see all these other things as weather. And you made a really good point around, um, with people and communicating when somebody has an issue, I think what's so slippery for empaths is that sometimes empaths want to solve a problem so that they don't have to feel the anxiety of it. And it takes a lot of awareness and, and spiritual work, I think, to be able to hold someone in their issue, to not have to make their issue better so that you can feel better, um, to not codependently shift how you operate because they're having an issue, Yes, just willing to hold the energy in the room of an issue being there for someone else without having to fix it, without having to change it, letting them be their own soul on their own path with their own inner resources necessary to navigate it. Um, Amazing. I think that is so powerful. It's so funny because on
1: page um, 213, and I also have a uh, a chapter called uh, how to be an empath, which is interesting, uh, the gift of praying for others. So it starts by saying, dear beloved, I ask that I may step out of my own way and may be used as a service to help my friend or this person find their strength, their inspiration, and their trust in life again as they see that they are not alone. I ask that they release into the light any feelings of doubt, fear, worry, separation, hurt, hopelessness, so they may be restored to knowing that they can rise again to a sense of wholeness, find their strength, their center, and discover a new direction for life. I ask for the highest good that they may restore themselves in their trust. And I offer this person to you and to find their inner guidance and support. So you offer it. I have this great phrase that says, I give the situation over to the light within Mm -hmm. and go free.
0: Mhm. I always say that like when I have a challenging situation I literally say out loud to myself I hand this over to something bigger than bigger than myself exactly
1: yeah. so that 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 is so beautiful what what we're defining now is that yes as you said you are talking to yourself but you're also talking to you're you're letting your human part talk to your higher part whatever you want to call it if you want to call it your god fine if you want to call it your intelligence but you've got to come to a place of receptivity ashley you've got to come to a place of where uh, things get very still inside and if you ask me the times that i have felt uh, the presence of god or the divine or the higher energies when i asked and and i or i cried and then i felt the kindness and i felt the loving um you know because people go through a lot of pain yeah i mean we we carry a lot of pain and and i think you and i are very blessed we've gone through university of santa monica because i don't know about you but i healed so much pain yeah you know and 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 now you know i deal with other things i deal with my uh you know Oh, worries that come up, worries of mortality. Oh my God, life is going so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 growing up more and more. Another birthday. Oh, I don't want that. So there's a lot of my humanness mm-hmm. that. I mean, it never ends. You know, well, it never ends. All, you, never- you make
0: a good point. In the spiritual space, is that. Sometimes I think people can put their head in the sky so much that we forget how human we are. You know, like there's like a level of spirituality where it's like, let's go into the sky and we forget, like, we are still in these bodies. We are still down here in this human body doing the best we can. If we knew better, we would do better. Um, and we're constantly trying to do that. So what have I not asked you about the book or about healing before we go that I should ask you, or what can you share with everyone before we go?
1: Well, I I think uh the, the to the three things that I want to make very clear is like whatever you the spirit will meet you wherever you are you don't have to be at your sunday best feeling perfect to meet the spirit and that's where we make the mistake and we separate from ourselves we we feel that we should feel good and and or or not have this problem or and not ask and we we have a sense of unworthiness and i think in order to go to the higher consciousness of the divine of god of i mean we're talking about an awesome presence you you have to build the uh strength and the muscle of worthiness that you deserve this but unless you claim it nobody's going to come and offer it to you and say you know chorus of greek chorus saying you're worthy, you're worthy, it's not going to gonna resonate. You've right. got to say, I forgive myself for judging myself for feeling I'm not enough. I forgive myself for judging myself for thinking I should have done this or that. I forgive myself for judging myself for thinking my parents should have been this, or my ex-husband should have been this, or my so-and-so should have been this, or that life should have been this. And then you come and you go, okay, here I am right now, but I need support, I need strengthening. My spiritual teacher prayed for me, Many many years ago, at a dinner we had, I was going through a very hard time entering menopause. I was writing a book, living on my own. I was just so lost, Ashley. So living on my own in New York and feeling like a buoy in the ocean, like going from left to right, and it was a very ungrounding, unsettling, unhappy time in my life. And my spiritual teacher, and I write about this here in the in the chapter praying for others, said right in the middle of we were about 15 people having dinner at my home doing a new year's eve and he we were all doing our prayers and he said he closed his eyes and he said dear lord i ask that you boost agapi with confidence self assurance and you infuse her with new energy to know her purpose and to be awakened to herself mm. and i started to cry like you won't believe and for we know all she's been through, that other people would have est- t- turned stone cold. I was acknowledged by my spiritual teacher about my hardships, mm-hmm. and I was so moved, and cried my eyes out of the pain of what I've gone through, the loneliness, the separation, the not knowing, and uh, and all the leaps of faith that I'd done, and then what happened was miraculous. I returned to New York and, my God, everything was lining up. It was like dominoes. I found the editor. I found the people to help me. I got my strength. I found the spirit. And then I worked it. I worked it. And as I say in this book, I, I the reason I can speak with such authority and knowing how this works is because I have... Gone through it and practiced it and become aware of how we can go through the other side. Mm. So ask people to pray for you. And if people say, I don't know how to pray, you say, well, make it up, make it up. You have a heart? Yes. You're breathing? Yes. You, you, you have, you can speak great. Speak words for me that would empower me and mm-hmm. just do it. Mm. I mean, just do it. Just own your power in your spirit. Please. It's not going to be somebody's going to give you permission. Trust me. Nobody is. You know, there is this great Instagram thing that says, nobody's coming. Have you heard it? Have you heard <laughs> it? Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to tell you to exercise. Nobody's coming to tell you to eat better. Nobody's coming to tell you to pray. Nobody. I, I came. I'm coming. <laughs> I wrote this book for you. Okay. So when you get this book in your hands, read the prayers loud. Write your own prayers. Be inspired. I, I would, I'm asking you from my heart, uh, if you're moved to take a picture, take a picture, post it, pass it on. It's a very powerful message, of a chain of, of of releasing the separation from heart to heart, and most of all your inner separation. Because what really hurts, is that. We have so much fear that we won't get what we want. We will, we will, we won't arrive. We won't awaken. We won't have what we want. We will be left and we're living in lack. So when you want work, creativity, money, ask for the spirit of the, that is abundant in you and say, remind me of my abundance. Remind me of who I am. Because I have forgotten. I have forgotten.
0: So everyone who wants to get Speaking with Spirit, I'm guessing it's just available everywhere books are sold. Um, Where can everyone find you, follow you, and keep learning from you, Agapi?
1: Uh, WakeUpToTheJoyOfYou.com is my beautiful website. Agapi Sees, follow me on Instagram. I do endless uh, podcasts. I do conversations. I have an event February 15th. Send me an email, Agapi. At unbindingtheheart.com, I'll send you some of my meditations and uh, come to my events. And most of all, bring your heart, bring your spirit, bring your joy. And until we all dance together in person, let's dance in our spirits.
0: Oh, agape. Like one of the highlights of this conversation is how there's like police sirens going off in New York as you're like speaking straight truth and love <laughs> live in this world of, of these juxtapositions. I, I can't wait to see you. I, I hope to have a little slumber party yeah. or something like that. At I some, love
1: you. I honor or, you. No. You are such a light. You mm-hmm. are. I mean, really, you have brought yourself to such a beautiful place to serve others and Just love everything about you, my darling, and your joy and your beauty. And honestly, it's such a joy that we brought this conversation. And may all our listeners receive the light right now and feel uplifted and feel like you lack nothing. And
0: Ashley and I got your back.
1: (laughs) I love that.
0: What's going on, U-Turn friends? It's Ashley here. I realize I've been doing this podcast for years and I almost never talk about my ghostwriting and publicity company called Cake Publishing. We have some of the best writers I know writing New York Times bestselling books, writing wording for people's websites, emails, and so much more, as well as publicists who are incredible at getting you on television, whether it's Good Morning America, Today Show, or your local news, and we want to support you. We have been helping influencers, companies, and charities get their words and message out into the world, and we are so inspired by it. So for some reason you're a business owner or you work with a company that needs a ghostwriter for any reason, a speechwriter, or a publicist to get you out there into the world, head on over to Cake Publishing.com dot com that's c-a-k-e publishing dot com or you can shoot me an email at ashley at cake dot com thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode